Obviously. On the prompt. Uh, funnily, 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 fun. On a fun note. Welcome to the prompt. A weekly panel discussion on technology and the culture surrounding Apple and related companies. Hello and welcome back to the world's greatest podcast. This is episode number 13 of The Prompt. Unlucky for some, will be lucky for us. It is September the 11th, 2013. My name is Mike Hurley. I am joined by my two beautiful, friendly co-hosts. First up, Mr. Federico Vitici. Hello, sir. Hey, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Very, very good. I'm sure that this is the busiest time of the year for you right now. Yeah, it's crazy. I was just, you know, having a coffee with my man, Craig Federighi. Uh-huh. Yeah, we were talking about our schedules, man, it's crazy. And of course, I'm joined by the one and only Mr. Stephen Hackett. Hey. Hey, Stephen Hackett. <laughs> How are y'all? I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm okay. Also busy, a little sick, but we'll power through. I'm going to say right now that next week we're having another crazy uh, change to the show. I'm not going to be here next week. I'm going to be yeah. on a plane. That means Federico and I can talk about Nintendo, wait. (laughs) (laughs) We should talk about the UK. Well, you guys in here. (laughs) You could just trash it. (laughs) You guys have got, you know, like we've had a, we've had the the show delivered to us on a silver platter today because obviously, you know, we're going to talk about the iPhones. You guys have got iOS seven next week. Yeah, you are leaving us when iOS seven is coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not, that's not really a, a nice move, Mike. It's not really acceptable. You should, you is should it? delay your vacation. I will do that. I will <laughs> just delay tell XO, XO to wait. <laughs> they did, yeah, tell them. Yeah, just don't, forget those guys. Mm-hmm. Stay with us. Stay with us. That's creepy, Stephen. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any follow up this week, do we? Well, there, there, there was a little bit of follow up, but I, I'm not going to do it. Okay, sorry. Because it was directed oh, at, yeah. our, at a co-host. <laughs> Please do Mike, it. Mike you, you, no. Mike, you and I have a common co-host on this show. I right. won't say who. Okay. Uh, and this individual, who remained unnamed, but is on the show, but is neither one of us, just has some crazy setups. And I saw a screenshot of something today that made my eyes bleed, but I'll let it go. What was nope. it? That's fine. So basically, early today, Stephen complained about the the I guess my messages window on the Mac because he said that was too large. So <laughs> St- <Will> you- <laughs> St- after last week, you told me that I, that I'm a bad person because I keep my dock at the bottom on my MacBook. Please tell me. So here's how why you should have messages I'm- set up. Yeah. P- please enlighten me because I I have no idea what I should do with you. So to to keep you happy, you know. So messages has a lot of options. Um, okay. You you have it basically set up like the default, I think, where it looks like iOS, where it's just little text bubbles coming in from the right and left. I also have uh, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it should be shown as boxes and not balloons. <laughs> Why? And because it aligns everybody on the left and it alternates colors between people. Why do you want everyone on the left? And you should have pictures... But not necessarily. Some people use pictures and names, but it takes up too much space. Boxes is compact, but not. The, but the compact setting is too compact. Boxes is is a warm middle ground. I can't even see where you find this uh, option. I don't uh, even see. Go the to messages. Settings. Yeah. Go to messages. Uh huh. Oh, perfect. go to the view menu. Oh. Go uh-huh. to messages. Which, by the way, this follows a 
or completely breaks every convention in OS ten settings ever. Yeah, because <laughs> why is why is it here and not in settings? So are appearance? you saying are you saying I should use the boxes or, or the contacts? You should use view? boxes and you should do show pictures. Boxes, show only the pictures, no only names, pictures. because no you names. guys don't have names. Okay, show pictures. Because you should also have uh, oh, pictures of all your contacts. If you have contacts without pictures in there, you're just can't help you. So. so I don't know, man. I don't like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> I want to go back. Steven, you, back should to balloons. you should write a book about your setup. Your maybe uh, setting up a Mac by Stephen Ackett. Setting up a Mac for for people like me. That's it won't a, that's do. Uh, I mean, you know, Federico. Uh, I can't. Anything I write book wise is going to live in the shadow of your editorial book forever. So. Oh, nah. Can we talk oh, about that? Yeah, that launched, didn't it, since the last episode? Oh, yeah. It was... Uh, <laughs> Mike and I have been looking at, at drafts of it so long, it was kind of like, <laughs> oh, wait, other people can see this now. <laughs> uh, I think uh, the release was uh, last Friday. Yeah, it was an amazing launch. And, and I want to thank everyone who bought my book and left a, a review on iTunes. But I was really, really amazed by, by, by the response. And, and it went really well with the charts because uh, I was up there in the top 10 for a few hours. I mean, I was basically beating 50 shades of something, you know? All of, like, did you, you got two of the three 50 shades yeah, of Yeah, because books. it's a trilogy, apparently. Yeah. So yeah. You, you get a, you get a beat all three, like, like, a, like a mythical monster, I guess. Uh, um, <laughs> but, I, but I was beating just two of them. So, uh, and, I, and I reached the, the, the number, uh, what was that? Six in the, in, the, in, the, in the top 10. So that was awesome. And um, so Apple is, is featuring the book now in the computers category and, you know, they tweeted with the, with the iBooks account. So really, really awesome stuff. And yeah. really so happy about how does it feel to be uh, an adult romantic fiction writer? <laughs> Maybe we should it's on. not much different from reality. <laughs> now it's just official. <laughs> Maybe for some of you. <laughs> <laughs> so... No. No, deep, deepest congratulations. Thank you, yeah. Yeah, you, you so worked really cool. hard, and I'm really pleased that it yeah, paid you off. Sh- you. you should check it out. We have the, the link uh, to the book in the iBook store. And the show notes, which, Mike, I've heard you can find the show notes on the internet. Is that true? This is 100% correct. You can go to 5x5.tv slash prompt slash 13. That's the number one, followed very quickly by the number three. <laughs> followed almost immediately. <laughs> almost immediately, with very little space. Um, so we have a few topics today, um, and we kind of have them broken down in the order of the keynote, but I thought we could talk about the keynote as like a meta topic first. So my question would be... I have a confession first. Okay. You, uh, you go with your confession. You you haven't watched it, have you? Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched the keynote yet. Wow. (laughs) I'm sorry. Don't you have, like, isn't this your job? (laughs) You literally don't have a job besides this. <laughs> yes, my job is to watch keynotes. Okay, I watched it last night. Uh, yep, I hopped it. up on cold medicine. So I watched I don't, it. I don't remember if Phil Schiller took off his shirt, but he did in my mind. Okay, okay. I know there was a squirrel. There was. Yeah. There was a squirrel, and there was also an Infinity Blade 3 demo that lasted about 17 hours. In all honesty, aside from a couple of points that me and Stephen will bring up, you, do, you don't really need to watch this one. There's not a lot to see in it. If you watch wow. the iPhone 5C and 5S videos, you get pretty much everything. 
in yeah. orbs. Yeah. Yeah. So so that that's a that's a great I mean that's the first point that this was sort of a weird kind of I don't want to say underwhelming. I don't think that's quite I think that's too strong of a word, but it was kind of like cool. Like it was on Apple's campus, but it was not I thought it was gonna be in the town hall, but the video doesn't look like town hall. It looks like something even smaller. It's some little theater presentation room that they have, I think. Yeah. It's it's not the town hall that they used to like introduce the iPod and they did the aluminum IMAX and a couple other things there. Uh and even like the live blogs were talking about like this room is kind of tiny. Um It's gonna so be yeah, insane it, when the when lobby they, in Tim Cook's bathroom. When they have that uh new campus and they have like that massive auditorium in there which is where they'll do all of their product launches. That's going to be insane. I mean, I know it's many years away, but... Yeah, it's going to take a long time to build. Hopefully that this show will still be going. Or everyone will be dead. That's... It's been like 100 years. Um, so the, the keynote opens, Tim, Uncle Timmy Cook, Timmy C, uh, gets on stage, and it's, I think, the least polished we've ever seen Tim Cook. He was like... I mean, he wasn't stumbling. drunk... But like he fell down and he was like drooling. No, he he didn't need that. But he did stumble over his words several times, which is I mean I sound really douchey saying that. I'm sorry, but but he did though. It was noticeable. But he did. It was it, it was it was a little weird. And people on Twitter were like, "Is what's going on?" Um, uh, he said spreadsheets for pages, right? Yep. Yeah. Um. But uh, <laughs> why are you laughing? I just remembered. No, it's, it's just I just funny. remember the tweet. It's, why just, it's funny because it was what it took me a moment to realize why that was out of place, and then I remembered that numbers. Is yeah, the isn't this like so. your job, Mike? To, yeah, spreadsheets. You should know. <laughs> you make spreadsheets of podcasts for a living. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> this guy, <laughs> sick, <laughs> sick burns. So we talked about that. Uh, then Craig Federighi gets on stage. Then the whole thing was super fast. The whole thing is like 83 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Craig Federighi gets on stage and he's like, I think we were talking about this offline, but he's like the superstar now. Like yeah. he is the stage presence for Apple. He's dynamic. He's funny. Um, I don't know how many, how many of his jokes are like rehearsed, but a lot of them feel very natural. Like it's just him being who he is. But they have all of the bits set up for him now. Like, so the screenshots, like when he's searching in uh, Spotlight, I don't even know if it's still called Spotlight, um, on the iPhone, like they search for moose and there's like like people like, how do you get your hair to look that great? Like yeah. in his text messages and stuff. And it's quite he, clever. He, you know, Matt Alexander was uh, confiding in me that uh, he, he really finds Craig, Craig Federighi's appearance pretty attractive. So there's that. Matt would yeah, know. Because he is. He's right. He is very attractive. I wish my hair looked like that. Special <laughs> business. So, yeah, so, I mean, like, he talks about Rush and his, like, career-ending air guitar battle. I mean, just, like, funny things. And, you know, it's really remarkable, to, having seen this guy really for the first time only t- about three years ago at the Back to the Mac event. You know, his, like, hand is trembling on the mouse and, like, yeah, and now he's like he walks out and like you know there's like uh, jets of fire behind him it's like a rock concert. So. <laughs> yeah, he's he's throwing stacks of dollar bills. It's like yeah. the audience. Yeah, Tim Stevens was throwing his clothes on the stage at him. So, <laughs> they mean. gave they gave him the most boring part of the presentation, but it was the most entertaining part. 
Like going yeah. through iOS 7, just everything we've already seen. Yeah, And he's just like firing through, like feature, 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 like just going yeah. through them again for, I don't really know why, I guess because they kind of just have to. But um, he does it in such a way that it makes it fun for, for us to watch. He's cool. Yeah. I like him a lot. Yeah, so so he does that. And it's very, I mean, the iOS 7 review was like 10 minutes long. I mean, it's really fast. And the Tim comes back and... Uh, this was maybe like the most like CEO moment for Tim Cook, maybe in a, in a couple of keynotes. But he he praises Apple's efforts on iOS seven, stressing that it's only possible thanks to the deep collaboration of Johnny Ives' design team and Federici's software team. Like, I mean, that's like pointing at the Scott Forstall shaped hole yeah. in Apple's cool. executive structure and says we couldn't do this before, and now he's chained to a tree out back, and we can do this now. I kind of read it like it was Tim Cook saying, see, I made the right decision. See, see, I did it. Yeah. I did it. Like, that's how I, it felt like a justification sure. for what he did. It's like, we did this thing, and that was almost a year ago. It was last November, I think. Um, and so, you know, basically, that was like the last thing we heard from Apple until WWDC. And it's, all, yeah, I think you're right. It's like a like reinforcement that that was the right decision. Um I think it'll be very interesting when Scott Forstall can legally pull his head out of the sand and show up somewhere. But um, so he talks about that. Phil Schiller comes up. Phil Schiller looking. I, I don't think the guy's aged. He's always looked kind of weird, but he's on stage. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, he what are you trying to say about? <laughs> I don't know. Just he feels kind of like a guy, like a kind of awkward guy. But but Schiller is their punch man. Like Schiller's the guy who gets up and like takes jabs at Android and takes jabs at their competition and mm. he well, does he, that. He is now anyway. Like he says that yeah. like he's talking about the environmental stuff and he's like no arsenic, you know, whatever, no mercury, no Android. Yeah, like, sick birds. <laughs> um, he jokes about the leaks. He's like, you've probably seen this on the internet. He said it's cool. Everyone's excited. And then, like, drops the hammer on a product video. Well, not even a product video, but they showed Federico, you did miss this. They had, before the 5C and the 5S, they had, like, a materials video, like, like molten plastic flowing around and, like, Mm -hmm. gold being burned off by flame and, like, erupting into the iPhone. Pretty cool. I I wonder who is is leading that direct division, because it's obviously a new thing that started with the with that sort of design video at WWDC. Yeah. But I really like these sort of like dramatic videos. Like I did the one for the Mac Pro too. I, I like them a lot. Well, it's because you don't like reading things. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I did I did want to talk about Phil Schiller real quick. And it's something that, you know, so for last week, I filed the report about iPhone keynotes. And so I've watched a lot of Phil Schiller over the last couple weeks. Oh, so that's why you're saying that. Yeah, he can't, I close my eyes and he's there. Um, because he can't get any more of the guy. Uh, okay, uh, here he is. You guys remember Star Fox on Nintendo 64? Oh, yeah. You know the final boss, like you go in, and not when you go in and like shoot his brains, but when he sells a face? Yeah. That guy's Phil Schiller. <laughs> Mike, could you, Mike, could you find an image of that for the show? Oh, please? my God. Yeah, okay. Um, so Schiller always, he always does this thing. He's like, we wanted to keep the chassis just as thin and just as light, but we wanted to do all this extra thing. And he's always like, the team took this amazing camera technology and shrunk it down with unicorn tears, or the team discovered that aluminum is better than stainless steel, or the team squeezed battery life into, you know, like 
the team, you know, it's like ambiguous, like Apple has like in my mind, it's like Phil Schiller. And then all the little yellow guys from <laughs> minions. Uh, yeah. The minions from, uh, what's the movie? Uh, I don't Steve Carell's the bad guys. Despicable kid me. Despicable me. Yeah. The little yellow guys are like the teams, like Apple engineers running around doing things. I don't know. It's a, it's a very weird way to explain things. Like, I don't know. It's always, it's bothering I, me. You have a very strange imagination, Stephen. Maybe. Are you on medication at the moment? You are, aren't you? <laughs> are you sure you're taking the right medicines? Like you've got a head cold or something? Uh, yeah. Okay. Just check in. Uh, no, but I, I can see, I can see, I can actually see the point when he, when he says that Schiller is always like, you know, the team took this and made that, and the team improved upon this aspect. That, that, that's that's actually true because uh, he, he does this every time. It, it doesn't sound like 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 someone who wants to to take full credit, you know? Yeah, because I, when Forstall was on stage, you, you you could feel his presence more. I guess it was more like. I lead the team who's doing this, you know? Doesn't mm-hmm. that make sense? I don't For know. sure. I, ju- I just missed Forstall, you know? <laughs> Wait, I really? like the guy. Yeah. I mean, no. Crazy that- eyes. Yeah. That was the best part. You-, you could feel the excitement in those eyes. You could feel the murder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of curious where, where, where the guy will, will show up again. You know, because so, I, I once read that he has a brother at Microsoft. Hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I wonder how long it is until he can appear. Yeah, I mean, it could be as soon as you know. Now. Well, yeah, or in a couple of months if it was a twelve-month thing. Because they did I mean, say the that dude, he would. The stay. dude hasn't tweeted. The dude hasn't done anything. It's like he's hanging out underground. I joked that he was buried under the Apple campus, but. <laughs> He, they did say that he would be a special advisor for 12 months, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, special advisor to, to what department? Yeah. To the, to the, to, clean, to the cleaning department. <laughs> <laughs> to the I don't care what you think department. Special, de- special advisor to the legacy software department. You just sent... There's a picture. It's going to be in the... Sh- well... <laughs> Federico just sent us a link to an article <laughs> about Scott Forstall. There's a picture of him at 50 Cent. <laughs> oh, Seth Weintraub is like staring in my soul. So, too late. Um, so, so maybe we talk about iOS 7 next. That was the first thing in the keynote. Yeah. The Gold Master's out. Uh, the final ship's a week from today, September 18th. For the iPhone and iPad, I think we had discussed at some point that the iPad version isn't maybe as finished as the iPhone version, but apparently they're shipping them at the same time. Um, and Mike really likes the new sounds. Oh, I love them. So there's there's a new collection of ringtones that I went through last night, and they're actually some really good ringtones. And then like all the default sounds are new, so like the lock, unlock, mail, you know, alert things are all new should i try and do like at least the lock noise now so people can hear it if they want to since it's different i don't know if it comes through but there's a there's a it's, it's an echo, echo. and skeuomorphism is there, back there's a new charging sound and the new alert tones i like the most when when i first tried the 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 lock screen you know sound 
the first thought I had was that the iPhone is is like a like a mini cave in my pocket. So when you lock it, you can you can hear the sound coming out of the cave. <laughs> I was just freaked out because I hadn't I'd updated it, but I hadn't really paid attention because uh, I have my phone on silent quite a lot because of the recordings. So it was the last. Uh, so I was. I was in bed and I was putting my phone. I put my alarm on and I locked my phone and I was like, "What? What was that noise?" You don't uh, leave your phone on silent overnight. Uh, no, I should do because of you guys, but I don't. <laughs> I put it on do not disturb. Ah, quite a lot. So my my girlfriend heard the the new ringtone, the the default one, and she asked me to to install the GM on her phone just because of the new ringtones. I'm really, really happy that they left it to this point to to debut all of these. It is actually one of my favorite features of iOS 7 is the like the the overhaul of all these noises and stuff, the sounds. I think that they're really, really good and and I like them a lot. And it's those little things which I think are going to make people quite happy. Like it's going to feel for a lot of people like they have a new phone next week. Well, yeah. Because they have changed. (laughs) They have changed. Well, you know what I mean. They've changed so many things. um, Yeah from the the original uh, version of iOS now like so much of it is different from like visual and now sort of audio as well so i think it's yeah. pretty cool and it's not just iOS 7 i mean they talked about iWork and iPhoto and iMovie as well and basically the long and the short of it is that uh they are now going to be free with the purchase of a new iOS device just like the Mac that's is is i i work is i don't think i works ever been free with the mac i think that a new mac gets you the iLife. yeah, yeah it doesn't it doesn't free. get you i work yeah so but there's, apple there's... has made the i work apps and i life but not garage band free for right, garage band is still paid yeah okay. um and it you know it's kind of funny like looking at the you know screenshots of it up and you know we can talk about how i work hasn't been updated on the mac in literally 4 years uh, which is insane, but they look; those apps look super dated on iOS seven. So I was thinking about this today because I was thinking like how funny it's going to be. Like it's, you're going to all this, all the new, all the apps are going to have the new look about them, except these. And I think it might literally be that they run out of designers. Like they just put everyone on iOS. So it was like we want to update this, but we just haven't got the time right now. So everybody needs to work on the important hmm. stuff. I think that one important point to make is that uh, Pages and and no, maybe numbers and keynote, especially they have really, really custom keyboards. So you know, in numbers you have the the extra uh, the extra buttons for for the navig- uh, cell navigation and all the I've functions. Never it. Yeah, they are. They have all this custom uh, keyboard stuff, and I wonder if by not updating the interface, they are also not updating the keyboard. So uh, what I'm asking is, will they at least update? the apps with you know compatibility fixes and maybe a keyboard for iOS 7 or are they just gonna leave them like they are today oh yeah it might be it might still have the iOS 6 keyboards which would be and, weird. and if they that's gonna be kind of confusing because these are apps that people are gonna install and especially now that they are free with new devices can you imagine people buying new devices at Thanksgiving or this holiday season uh, they they're gonna know that they can get iWork for free, and I'm pretty sure that Apple will put up a a, a a screen or something on the App Store 
the first time you, you launched yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they actually you, showed the screen and yeah. sort of See. hilariously the download button, like you can't read with the default wallpaper because like yeah. the blue shines through. And- <laughs> but but anyway, people are gonna download a lot of a lot of these apps. So I'm wondering if next week, at least the keyboard make that iOS seven ready. Yeah. Well, and we're if seeing not. I wonder how long it's gonna take them. Well, it's not just iWork stuff. I mean, apps that run you know iOS seven ships with some <clears> sort of iOS 6 compatibility stuff. And so, like, even now on 7, you know, a lot of the apps still you pick up the old keyboard. And I don't know if, like, everybody gets that automatically or you have to compile against it or I'm not I'm not anything close to a developer. But You're, you're going to have to to, build, to compile the app for the iOS, for iOS 7. 7 SDK. Yeah. yeah. And so for a while, I mean, at least Apple won't, it won't only be Apple's apps that suffer from this, you know. Uh, other apps will too for but a it would just be weird for an Apple app. Yeah, but like uh, the Keynote remote app, you know, I, I still don't think it's built for the iPhone 5. I think last time I launched it, it was still short. I mean, yeah. so. what, and what about iAd Gallery? Yeah. <laughs> Why is that? no one talking about that app? I use that <laughs> app on a daily basis. <laughs> Look at all your iAds. <laughs> I just need my iAd fix. Okay? Talking, about, talking about iOS 7 and keyboards, um, one of my favorite things on the phone um, is the keyboard. I love the way the keyboard looks, but it looks totally different on the iPad. It looks more like the keyboard before, just a different color. It isn't like all fancy and, and sort of translucent and stuff in the same way that it is on the phone. And I've, I don't know, really, I haven't really got a point to bring this up other than I think it's weird and I wish they'd change it. <laughs> I feel like there's going to be a lot of that over the next couple of weeks. You hear that, Scott Forstall? Fix it. Wait. He, I wish he would. I wish he'd come back and fix this. <laughs> I don't think that's really feasible. Well, my, my heart's broken. You know it would make your heart unbroken? What? Talking about something awesome. Something awesome like Squarespace, you mean? I do mean that. Let's take a moment, take a quick break, we'll talk about squarespace.com. Let me tell you why. They are the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. Mm-hmm. For a free trial and 20% off during the month of September, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code TALLYHO9. Let me tell you some stuff that I love about Squarespace. They make it easy for me to put things on the web. When I'm thinking about starting a new project, I don't spend a lot of time thinking, who's my hosting provider going to be? Where am I going to find a theme for my website? What website will I go to do that? Will I need any help with the development? I don't worry about any of that. I can think to myself, I'll just set up a new Squarespace account. And then I'll think about all of the other stuff that needs to go on the site. Basically, all of that, that weeks of planning and work to get a website on the internet, I don't need to do. It will take me minutes. And then I'll just tweak the the way that I want the themes to look. Let me tell you about the themes as well. They have 20 highly customizable, beautiful templates that you can choose from. They all have little style options to them that you can tweak to. So you can change fonts, you can change colors and stuff and craft a unique site for you or your business. Their their, uh, themes, their templates have won numerous design awards from institutions like... FWA, Webby's, Forbes, many more. This is really, really simple to use, but they have a 24-hour a day, seven-day-a-week, 70-person strong just in New York City support team that will be there to help you have any problems that you might have. And every single design on Squarespace comes with a unique mobile experience that are all feature responsive web design, so it's going to look fantastic on every device, every time. 
Squarespace is for everyone. Whether you have a simple solution to build a website with or you want to go all out with code changes and use their developer platform, nearly every level of customization is available with Squarespace. You can develop your own template even on top of their solid infrastructure. So you don't have to worry about things like hosting, caching, installing software or configuring your own database. Maybe you just want it to look a specific way or you have a specific purpose where you can take advantage of all of those awesome features. Version control is built right in with every Squarespace site too, since every template itself is a Git repository. Stuff that I don't understand, but I think it's good. Um, I get told that that's good, so yay. <laughs> See, this is why I use Squarespace. I don't even understand what a Git repository is. Squarespace plans start at just $8 a month, and they include a free domain name if you sign up for a year. I want you to go and try it out right now. Go to squarespace.com, sign up for that free trial, and make sure that you use our offer code during September, which is tallyho9. That will get you 20% off in September. I'd like to thank Squarespace for their support of the prompt and all of 5x5 and for giving you everything that you need to create an exceptional website. Are you guys done trolling me about Git repository yet? <laughs> yeah, and I want, I, want to, I want to tell you, Mike, something. Uh, I think that we're gonna we're gonna see iWork updates at next month's iPad event. I think what, that too. what do you think? I, I agree with you. I think that those apps shine on the iPad, like especially like GarageBand. Like so I think that we will I agree with you. I think we will see them there. Because if you think that was always part of the iPad announcements, wasn't it? Like mm. here's a new X application that makes it really fun. To right do, to do X on the iPad, so yeah, they have did, like uh, I know they did GarageBand like that. iPhoto, they did iPhoto. Yeah, they did iPhoto with the Retina iPad. Yes. So, yeah, I think Frederick. I think you're right. I think, uh, and I would like to see some updates to the Mac versions as well. <laughs> you're it was so <laughs> strange that they showed an iOS seven version of the iWork logo, but then made no yeah. other changes. <laughs> it's like we can do. Well, it. it's not We're even an icon. Going. That's just a piece of art for the slide. Like yeah. the individual app icons still look the same, <laughs> which is so funny. I downloaded them today, and they still got the shine on them. You know, like the little gloss thing. Yeah, they still got that on. Wait, them. did you buy them? Uh, I own them already. Oh, you still have them. It's like Mike. It's literally the worst time to buy them. <laughs> I, I I saw that they were so much press about them, so I went to the store and downloaded GarageBand. So <laughs> Apple released some phones. Well, they announced some phones, and we'll be back next week. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> Wait, just kidding. Just kidding. Come back. Come back to us. We got exactly what we expected in in the phone space, I guess, right? 5C, 5S. Well, it depends on what you were expecting because people were, were expecting the low-cost phone and, ah, yes. and you, got, you got the mainstream phone instead and the premium one. Yeah, so let's, let's talk about that. Um, I had published on something right before we went on the air. Basically, I think we had a lot of groups, I think the industry and um, whatever it is that we do. I think we all thought this was coming and you know, the people, so now that it didn't happen, right? Like the, the price points are basically the same as they were last year. Um, And now like a bunch of people who are worth something are like saying, Oh, we got this wrong, you know, whatever. But then like the verge quoted some analyst was like, Oh, the cheap phone isn't cheap enough. It's like, well, there's not a cheap phone. Like 
In fact, Tim Cook got on stage and said, we're not doing a cheap phone. Like, um, so I don't know. Like, I think, I think the whole like cheap iPhone 5C thing really shows that like Apple has lost control of its narrative. And today, I don't even know what the stock is right now, but earlier it was down like 11 or 12%. Um, it's like, because people like hear this and assume that it's true or expect for it to be true. And then Apple doesn't deliver like, like Apple shouldn't be penalized for that. I do think that they. I think they should do it. I think and that I think, they they should they should have made the phone cheaper than than it is. I think that. The but o- would you have thought that if that hadn't been the story all summer? Yeah, I would have done. Do you remember mm. me and you and the iPad Mini and the <laughs> the many weeks that we went backwards and forwards on my stance on the pricing of it i don't think that there should be an overlap at the point that there is between the iphone 5c and 5s pricing but i mean but that's how that's how things happen i also think that that they that this that there should be a version of the iphone i think that the 5c you should be able to buy it on pay as you go um like prepay plans so to do that you need to buy it outright so I think that it should. I personally believe that you would want to look at about three to three hundred and fifty dollars for that. It's just my own personal opinion. I think no, sure, and I don't think anyone thinks that's a bad idea. Like there is a market that Apple doesn't meet the needs of, um, just because they price themselves out of it. But I don't know that we all would have been talking about it so much if that hadn't been the prevailing theory. And because it was prevailing theory, that's what Wall Street and every all these analysts who, by the way, like all three of us could do a better job than some of these jokers. Yeah, um, we do every week. Yeah, we we actually do. Um, but Apple didn't ever commit themselves to that, and as so, I don't know, it's weird. It's just a weird thing where expectations in reality don't really mesh. Um, you know, it's funny in the case of Gene Munster. Well, funny and maybe a little sad about the TV, but when it's something like this, like all of a sudden everybody's talking about supply chain price. Like, you know what? You don't know a single thing about supply chain pricing. I don't, you don't Federico, you don't like, that's not what we know about, but it's so funny to get here and read so much about it. And then Apple's like, you know what? The game plan is exactly as it was last year. Just the middle one now is super fun and exciting. Like, I think, okay. I think as an interesting uh, byproduct of the 5C or a potential reason that they did it is this event, so this this sort of, um, in the cycle of iPhones, you get the case change and then you get the camera and speed upgrade and then the other thing, right? That's how the S and the number work, has been working. What they've been able to do this time, and I think Apple are focused, they're focusing their marketing on this as well, is they've been able to deliver both of those things at the same time. So they have delivered a product that looks new to the public. This is a new form factor. It's brightly colored. It's made out of a different material. Um, it's following this sort of bright trend um, that they've got, but you've seen like Nokia do it as well, and, and people like the way that those phones look. Yeah, Nokia trolled them about Yeah, it. they did, which was quite funny. Uh, I'll put that tweet in the show notes. And, um, but they've also been able to deliver the spec upgrade to the 5 as well. So they've done that, and they will have the success that they've had there, but they might there might not be as much backlash from the public that Apple didn't do anything because they released two phones. And maybe to most people, they're not really paying attention to what the specs are, but they see this new phone, this brightly colored new phone. 
right and that's i find that to be an interesting byproduct of what they did yesterday i, I think that most most nerds don't don't understand just how powerful the appeal of colors is on normal people yeah i i mean my my, my mother called me today and said oh federico you know uh, i heard on the, on television that there is a new iphone with colors when can i get one i'm going to be making sure that my mum gets one of those too because uh, she needs a new iphone and it's perfect for her. I mean, uh, I think I'm at least partially responsible for all the, you know, believing the the theory of of a low cost iPhone, because we had a we had a we had an article on the site making the case for for a, for an entry level iPhone. So maybe we 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 didn't we we shouldn't have believed that the theory, but anyway, that was the that was the the. The rumors were going around, so we wanted to to offer some some opinion on that. But now that I've been thinking about it, uh, what should Apple do? Right? Should sh- should have they released an iPhone with cheap plastic and maybe not even iPhone five specs, maybe four specs, just to appeal to the analysts and 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 the press that is clamoring for. A, for a, for an, for an entry in 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 you know in the in the low end of the market, or should they come out with with a with a great phone because it, if the iPhone five is still a great phone with colors which are seriously appealing to people normal people not the ones that that write on on tech meme, <laughs> and and uh, and I think that that's uh, uh, not to mention the 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 hundred dollar less than last year. On contract, so I think that I think that's actually a, a smart move, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna sell a lot of these uh, this holiday season. If you go to Apple.com uh, or, or maybe on their YouTube page, you can see that the iPhone 5C is the one that, that gets promoted, and the iPhone 5S is the one that that's after that. Because I think Apple is positioning the iPhone for everyone as the 5C and the 5S for people like us, and, and, and the ones that, who want the, the top-of-the-line, crazy features, crazy powerful and such. What do you think of the colors, Federico? I think they are, they are great. What one do you like? I don't like? I don't like the case. No, we'll get to those. We'll get to that. Okay, okay what, what? I, I, I have a link to send you guys. Okay. I think that the colors are great. I especially like the red, the, sorry, pink one, not okay. the red one. Pink one and, and, the, and the light blue one. I really, really like the green one. Yeah, I really like the combination of, of a blue one with a pink case. But I don't really like the back of a case. I, I just like the idea of, of the case that, that shows. But anyway, we'll get to that. Yeah. And um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. The, I, I, sorry, Stephen, go ahead. No, no, I so that the colors really are, are uh, I mean, it's, it's a very obvious, but a very powerful marketing move. Like, there's a reason that this has worked well in the iMacs in days of old and then the iPods and now this. What's really interesting to me is I've talked to several people in like IRL, you know, in real life, like mm. who have fives and are like, yeah, I might upgrade at the 5C. And it's like, you understand it's not an upgrade. Like it's exactly the same phone you have just with a better selfie camera and colors. Like and a, it's not an upgrade. And what like about I, battery life. Is there it's a, is it's it a hair better. It's a hair okay. better. Um, but it's like, that's really interesting. Like people who would have the five, like to quote upgrade to the 5C, it's like that, that. That's not an upgrade, but it really shows how powerful this is. Like, 
I mean, I even wish. I thought about it for a second. Yeah. I was like, I'd probably get the green one. And I'm like, wait, that, why would I buy the same phone? I've I had really wish that, that the iPhone 5S looked like this. I do. I prefer it. I prefer the way this looks. And, you know, they might, there's, I mean, they might do that at some point. Um, I hope so. But right now, they're in the same, you know, it's, it's very easy to compare this to mm-hmm. the iPod versus iPod Mini, which even on this show we have talked about. Where the iPod Mini is, you know, cheaper, maybe a little less capable, but you know, fun and exciting colors, and that is what they're doing here. But what the iPod Mini did was, even though it wasn't that much cheaper, it like blew up the market, and that's when the iPod really went sort of mainstream. And I'm not sure the 5C can do that, partially due to pricing. Partially, I think the iPhone is a lot healthier than the iPod was at that point. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that there's that much of a market to gain. No, but I think I think people switching to the iPhone for the first time are going to look at this and be happy with what they see. I think people who have a three GS or a four because they always get the cheap phone. I think now the the case to to buy the middle phone is stronger than it's ever been. You know, last year or until t- two days ago, five, four S, and four. Like maybe it wasn't worth the hundred bucks to go to the four S, but now I think. My 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 gut says that the the free iPhone, while it will still do well, will do far will move far less than it did before because of this this new middle product. I do think that there is a market to gain though, and especially the the market of teens and and you know young people getting cheaper Android phones with large screens just because they're cool and maybe because the the Verizon representative is selling them those phones. Uh, I think that I wouldn't be surprised if if Apple comes out with a with a new marketing campaign with you know fancy colors aimed at teens, you know, just before Christmas maybe. Yeah, it's, uh, it, there is obviously a market, but it's not an iPod Mini sized market. Like the the well, difference because, because so many people have an iPhone already, right? Yeah, that's that's the point. Yeah, but but I still think that they're go- they can expand that market. Yeah, of course, but it, it's the the idea is that they can gain something, but the difference won't be as monumental. I mean, yeah, and I think I think that's what you know tying back to the the C standing for cheap. Like, if this thing was two hundred dollars less, you know, unsubsidized, then you know, then we might be talking about an iPod Mini type explosion. Yes. But but we're but we're not, and I think that's fine. Like. I don't. I don't blame Apple for running the course that they have. It's been very successful for them. I think at some point they need to move downstream. Yeah, I think. And maybe think, maybe that's what this phone is in a year. Yeah, I was going to say. I think in in a year's yeah. time, like the next five C, I think there'll be, you know, in Apple, every now and then they do that stunning price drop. I think. I think that this fo- this phone will come free on a two year contract in the U.S., which will be a huge thing. There will be it'll be a new version. It will come for free. I don't yeah. know whether that's in one, two, three revisions away. But that's when Apple will really make a huge play at this market yeah, at that uh, point. Yeah. And next year and next year the the 5S will likely move to, to the mid range. And the 5S to the mid range will have the the the, the core motion stuff and, and the M seven chip mm-hmm. which will likely work with the with the iWatch thing. Yep. With a plastic back. Because you'd assume that they'll now just take this and they they won't right. have well, a I think 5S I, in that slot anymore. They will have a 5C. A 5SC. 5SC. they call it. I'm calling it. Um, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, they seem to have maybe backed themselves into a corner with the naming this time. But 
Uh, they always work their way out of it. Um, just add a MacBook to the beginning of it. MacBook iPhone 5C. Um, <laughs> Pro. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think this this could be a turning point in their in their plan. I think it in itself is not a change, but it could indicate change coming down the road. But I think it's just way too soon to tell. I think we get to January and we hear about the holiday quarter and they say, you know, a Simco does his things and, uh, you know, the 5Cs outsold the 5S 2 to 1. I think then... And, and, you know, and Nintendo we'll is still somewhat around, mm-hmm. maybe, by January. Maybe. I mean, they might sell two or three. Well, you bought a Wii U, so that's one. I didn't buy a Wii U yet, but I'm getting one. Oh, well, so almost one. <laughs> Let's yeah. let's talk about the cases. I, I put a link oh. in the show notes to something I just found, which is quite cool. On the Apple Store, you can custom, you can like bring up and you can choose the phone and choose the case color, so you can mix and match them. Yeah, it's on the five C page. Uh huh. So okay, some of these are re- maybe okay. So am I old for really thinking this is stupid? I think the idea of the cases is awesome. I think the cases themselves look great. The problem is when you put the case on the phone. That's the issue. Yeah, because you see uh, on the back, you see the the, the iPhone name, kind of, and all the picking, regulatory picking, information. Picking through the picking through the, the you know the case, and and you and you can read something like "hon" or "non" in, instead of, of "iPhone." <laughs> it doesn't make any <laughs> so, sense. And the funny thing is that that Apple actually photoshopped the the case on stage because yeah, I'm gonna they send did. You the link. Yeah, because on on the photo on the screen you can see there is no home or known. I don't know what's the the most popular solution right now. But anyway, there is no there is no iPhone name. It's just a blank, you know. Yeah, they should plate. have. Well, I mean, they they could have done that a lot of different ways. And I think it's I think it's uncharacteristically sloppy of Apple. And what makes it even yeah. worse is they're like we from day one wanted a cool case, and it's like really because it feels like you decided about two weeks ago you needed a case. Like it, it doesn't. Their language about it really doesn't do it justice. Yeah, um, like you could have removed a line of dots. You could have made it halfway up. There I mean, are ways on, around this, it. This is the company that that ship Max with with a with a light indicator that seems to breathe, and they can't make a case that shows the proper name of the device. That's yep. really really sloppy or, and and rushed and and cheap. Yeah. So so maybe the cheap was the case. <laughs> so or, everyone is right or maybe the c stands for case oh. my i showed it uh to my wife last night and she was like i can't imagine like the grime and danger that's going to collect in each of those little openings mm. 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 Be disgusting. that's why they want you to keep buying loads of them as as phil schiller said he yeah. expects people to buy more than one Multiple i'm sure you cases. do i'm sure you do phil i'm sure yeah. you do I kind yeah, of like it the with the white phone. The cases all look good on the white phone. I'm sitting here playing with their HTML5 dingus. There was also oh, yeah. cases for the 5S as well. Well, Leather. we haven't talked about the 5S yet. Spoiler alert, Apple released another phone. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Golly. Amateur <laughs> hour. Really, is it? So Apple released a second phone. The 5S. The S stands for gold. And shiny gold. <laughs> the S stands for fingerprint. <laughs> um, fingerprint. 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 I don't know. That's that, that's that's will be what the ga- what the Galaxy S four calls it because they had an S to everything. <laughs> oh. <It's> fingerprint. <laughs> it's fingers. 
<laughs> that, that sounded creepy. <laughs> or they'll just do fingers with a really large capital yeah. S. Yeah. Uh, better than a S. Okay. As a side note, Apple has changed the way that they handled the lettering on this. The S is now lowercase. We're on the 4S, it was uppercase. And so if, if you write 4S and 5S line. in the same sentence, it literally just blows up your word processor. They do this every time. They have a lowercase s, and then they change it like two no. weeks later. On the 3GS, they changed it. It was 3G space s, and they got rid of the space. But that's the only but time you they know, ever changed the it. Best part is that, is, the best part is that people say that Apple changed history, you know? And, and, but, but this time they actually did, because they have retroactively named the iPhone 4S an iPhone 4S with a, with a lowercase s. Have they? They've changed it? Oh, yeah. I don't know why I sound so excited about that. Grammar! (laughs) Grammar's super fun! So so they they have changed my history, uh, and I'm not cool with that. You just got to do a find and replace on your WordPress database. Oh, no. So I think it's easy to do. Call Brett Terpstra. Um, So the 64-bit A7 is at the heart of this thing. I did not in a million years think Apple was going to go 64-bit so soon. There was I. They said it. Is, I was like, "Oh, huge. I was like, "Oh, okay, then that's surprising." I didn't expect or even it, think about it. Never even thought about it. Math is hard, Michael. What? Uh, I'm just trolling you yeah, um, necessarily. So, 64-bit. They say it's a desktop class architecture. That I don't know what that means, but uh, basically, the the end of the day is that. While this phone will currently run 32-bit apps, so every app in the App Store, uh, like natively, uh, once developers move to just supporting the 5S and greater, so they get all 64-bit, there there could be some really significant performance increases uh, in apps. Uh, Right next door to the A7 is the M7, the motion coprocessor. Um, which so they moved the accelerometer, gyroscope, all that stuff off to a, a, a side processing unit, and base. And now I was going to ask you guys this: Did they add a pedometer to the iPhone, or is it still they're using just the accelerometers? Anybody know? I think I don't. I I don't think they have a pedometer. I, I don't think, think they need one. Cause, well, people were talking about like this is going to kill the Fitbit. Well, like maybe, but part of the Fitbit's magic is the pedometer itself. Um, yeah, I, I think with a lot of the stuff that they... I think if you use the other sensors in the right way, you don't actually need a pedometer. So according to Apple's uh, spec page, it has a three-axis gyro or a gyro, like the sandwich. Hello? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Accelerometer, <laughs> proximity sensor, ambient sensor, and fingerprint identity sensor. So no pedometer, but you know they showed off the, the Nike... Was it Nike Motion? Nike Fitness I think app. Nike Move. Nike Move. Move, move, yeah. move Plus, move, maybe. Move Nike Plus, plus Move Feel Point it. Plus Bands. Um, so that, that could be really cool, and that is something that the Galaxy S4 has. You stick it in your pocket, and it tracks your steps throughout the day. And like this could really hurt Fitbit and those type of uh, devices, unless so, they get an app out. You know? Right. Yeah. That, I mean, that could be cool. Like, if the Fitbit app could do it, if I wanted to wear my thing, I could. You know, like if I want to go run without my phone, but then my phone's in my pocket all day. Um, so that's pretty interesting, and, and I think has you know, at all things D, uh, Uncle Timmy was talking about. You know, Apple's really into sensors, and like, 
Okay, like fingerprint identity sensor is really the only new one, but it's clear that Apple is exploring this, and I think moving it to a coprocessor is, is a huge deal uh, from the technical perspective, and it means that you get to do a lot of this with like very little battery impact because it's it's all like dedicated hardware for it. So, yep, I'm very I, very intrigued to see how this plays out. I think it could. I think it could be a yeah. big change. It big can. Changes. It can know. It will know when you're in a car. So like you know, obviously based on speed. And so like, it would be cool. Like if, uh, uh, and maybe it will tie in, you know, uh, iOS seven does have a car mode type thing that like BMW and some other companies are partnering with them on. And so maybe some of that stuff will become more automated, uh, to enable and disable. So this is really cool. And I think I'm actually kind of excited to see like what developers can do with it. Aren't you guys? Yeah. I just said oh yeah, uh, did you, did you read <laughs> did you read what I wrote last night? Uh, I did, but it was like twelve hours ago, or eighteen hours ago. So you don't have a really strong memory. Uh, a lot has happened today. <laughs> so yeah, uh, basically, um, I'm really excited about the about the the M7 and the Commotion API because I think that's uh, Apple's way of getting ready to, you know to be a major player in, in the field of, you know, accessories and software targeting the, the market of stuff to understand what you're doing, why, when are you doing it, and, and you know, wearables, basically. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think that it's really, when you think about it, it's really Apple's way to, to do this kind of stuff. You know, release an API, let developers build apps for it, and then come out with a device that is already compatible with the API, that the apps can already integrate with. So all the apps that you have on your iPhone, all the Nike Nike uh, apps, all the, the fitness apps and the health tracking apps, they are all based on these APIs. So when Apple is releasing an iWatch or an iBand, whatever the name is, those apps will be compatible with the same API that the new product will use and and that would help will help the the device gain traction because people will 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 say hey you know th- this thing is, already works with with the, with the Nike app where i have a, a database of 2 years of data so that's kind of cool you know and um but more importantly i guess that in the short term uh, like steven said we're going to see a lot of a lot of experimentation with with uh, with contextual awareness uh, from developers like is the user in a vehicle, or is the user walking? Is the user driving? Or is there, is there maybe a need to to shut down the iPhone's I don't know antenna because so we can save battery power? And um, so I'm really excited to see in what ways developers will combine the Core Motion API with the new background refresh stuff of iOS 7 because I'm thinking of a lot of potential in the combination of of the two. And um, I'm not really I should probably exercise more, I think. <laughs> and that, that was my second confession for today. Because I really want to try these apps. I really want to try this, this uh, you know, the Nike Move Plus as fingers and whatever's the name. Um, but I think that, uh, especially from, from a hardware perspective, that's really interesting how they're splitting effectively the, the processing of the of of all these bits of data between two different units. So Apple calls it uh, a sidekick approach. So the M7 is really like a little helper or assistant to the main A7 chip. 
Yeah. And um, <laughs> a little so, helper. That sounds adorable. Yeah, yeah, a little helper on the side. You know, hey, give me your data. I can give it to the apps. <laughs> so like a, um, like a butler. And and uh, yeah, Mike, isn't butler like a like a British thing? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> it's a nice <laughs> way uh, to say servant. Yeah, and um, I, I was about to say, uh, and all these apps that that uh, like, uh, do you guys know the the Moves app for the iPhone, the yeah. one with 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 an iPhone in, in in your pocket as the icon? So all these apps that are based on software, they they don't have uh, an hardware component like the Fitbit or the 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 Job on uh, what's the name, Plus One, what's Jobber the name? Up. 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 up so uh they don't have other component all these apps are based on the accelerometer and and the main processing unit of an iphone they're gonna be able to switch to the core motion api and use the m7 and 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 uh, simultaneously they're gonna consume less power and access better data because you, you can only assume that apple's uh, engineers have built a better parsing engine for this sort of data than than what a startup can do so they're gonna have better data accessible at all times with an official API, consuming less power, and they're going to be eventually, maybe if Apple ever does it, they're going to be compatible with, with, a, with, a, with a wearable device. I think that's a win, 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 win. How many, how many win points did I list? I don't know. That's a really win, win scenario. <laughs> uh, no, it, it really is neat. And, you know, it's a lot of companies are doing this and um, I'm glad to see Apple Apple on that list, you know, I think that, uh, you know, Apple's always dabbled in this, like even back with like the iPod, early iPod Nanos having Nike Plus integration with like the thing you strap to your shoe. Um, it's neat to see that progress. And uh, I think a lot of people work out with their phones. And, um, you know, I for one would be, you know, really interested in comparing like the footstep tracking and stuff with, with what my Fitbit One can do. Um or not the one, whichever one you wear on your wrist is the Fitbit I have, but pretty pretty cool. Um, so a couple other hardware things. Um, the camera is still 8 megapixels, but apparently has bigger pixels or bigger sensor, lots of science. So at some point in the last five years, Apple has become a camera company, <laughs> um, and they're like pushing things forward. Like the, the iPhone 5S now has two flashes, and they're slightly different light temperatures. So, you know, Light can be measured, um, one way light can be measured is like cool to warm. Um, and so one is warm, one is cooler, and there's apparently a thousand different variations in how they fire the flashes at certain brightnesses, certain timing. Um, and uh, Phil Schiller says that's the only time a camera has ever done that. So, you know, if you take him at his word, like Apple is really leading the way in, in some some camera technology. That's That's pretty cool, and that's... One reason for me that I usually will upgrade my phone every year, I'll have upgraded my phone every year, uh, is for the camera. Because even though I carry a rather expensive micro four-thirds camera with me, the phone is what's in my pocket. And, you know, i got kids, and they run around and take pictures. And a lot of pictures of my children are taken with an iPhone. So if I can make those better, uh, th- that'll always get me for sale. So, Or maybe you should buy bigger pockets to fit the real camera. Exactly. Like a cargo pants? Yeah. <laughs> like a really, really big pocket. Like those tactical <laughs> pants things. <laughs> so you can fit the camera and go to war. I, and I can take my <laughs> kids with me. Just in the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so camera and then, uh, I mean, obviously the elephant in the room is 
the the touch ID. So fingerprint scanner is real. You can train it. They said five, or I think in, in Apple's website says five fingerprints. So you can, um, you know, if you're, you know, significant other, you know, stick their thumb on there so they can unlock your phone. Um, and it can be used to unlock, and it can be used in Apple's own app stores. So, forgot about you guys, uh, but I don't have a one password password for my Apple ID. No, but I have, but I have yeah. a very strong human readable password. Mine, yeah, same. mine is Mike wants app. That's my. <laughs> I know my what ID. Apple ID email address you have. I'm going to try that later. Okay. Um, but. So, I mean, I'll get home sometimes. My wife will just hand me her phone and be like, can you put your password in? Because it's... Oh, God, this happens to me, too. Um, I think it happens to everybody. <laughs> yeah, because my wife and I share an Apple ID for purchases. Yeah. Um, so, and so that that is really cool. And right off the bat, they were very, very uh, strong in their in their positioning of that this data only lives on the phone. They say it lives in an enclave in the A7 chip. That doesn't actually make any sense, but... Some I think of, it's basically like a special area on on the on the silicon. Of yeah, the chip. like a little like a garage, a little little For, closet. <laughs> so uh, I'm not a chip designer. We are really we are really romanticizing all this. A7 yeah, yeah. it's like a um, yeah the, the A7 it's has like a, it's has like, like a family. A, it's like a, a waterbed, and your thumb data lives on <laughs> in the room with the waterbed. Um, but. It's never put on Apple servers. It's never backed up to iCloud. Um, they did not mention if it's included in iTunes backups. My guess is that it is if you encrypt your iTunes backups, which you should. Um, I mean, obviously, there's still going to be a lot of FUD about this, especially with the NSA, right? Like, A, like the NSA probably already has your fingerprint, especially if you ever traveled into the country. Um, but Hold on, let me, let, let me ask. Hey, guys, NSA... Do you, do you agree? Yeah, I think I heard a yes. Yes. Stay yeah. with us. <laughs> um, I think it's pretty cool. And, uh, you know, and early hands-on say that it, w- it works really well. Time, you know, time will tell. Um, but I, I, for one, am excited to try it. I think it'll be pretty neat. I think the I home think button the... looks weird now. but Yeah, um, because it's flat. It's flat and it doesn't have the app icon outline on it. But but the but the but the icon, uh, you know, has changed with iOS seven, so it kind of makes sense. Very discreetly. <laughs> I think the obvious implication here is that this Touch ID thing is gonna come to the iPad, and it's gonna enable the multi-user account option that, that so that, many people have been asking about. That might in be the past a stretch. Years. I mean, that's how they could do it, but uh, iOS seven is not set up to really. What? do that it's not set up right now oh well i mean my car can't fly but maybe it can fly tomorrow <laughs> yeah you should remain you should always be optimistic about the future man <laughs> all i'm saying is that if the 5s is the top of the line I, iphone and the 5c is the phone for everybody else and if the ipad mini is the ipad for everyone and the and the larger ipad is the is the ipad like pro for 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 people who want more features, it would make sense to to put the Touch ID in there. Oh yeah, no, first. I don't, I don't doubt that. I'm sure it because will get the, it. Because the the larger iPad makes more sense for sharing it with a family member. That's where it goes do... south. <laughs> Maybe one day. You live in a dream world, Federico. 
of just I do of towers a hundred feet high with lights and women and bathrooms. That's and the end multi-user, of multi-user iPads. I don't know. I Anyways. think it makes sense, especially when when you combine all this, you know, uh, the iPad with multi-users and and the, and the, and the, and the remote on the future Apple Television with the Touch ID. So you you touch the remote. <laughs> You've you gone can, full you on go. Gene Munster on us. What happened? <laughs> oh, my man, Gene. You know. Yeah. I um, kind of feel bad for the guy. I mean, it's a little sad. So yeah. the 5S basically same battery life, maybe a hair better. And Mike, you had in the notes that you wanted bigger jumps. Um, I totally agree. I want my phone to last two days easily. Yep, I don't th- feel like um, the the battery technology is progressing enough. I feel yes, they're putting more in it, but that th- that doesn't mean that I get new features. But I have this. I don't think that I then want the same battery life forever. Like I, uh, I, I yeah. want bigger jumps in battery life. I mean, it's it's impressive, really. They showed a graph. Um, and I'm not, yeah, so oh, from the original 2007 iPhone, uh, the iPhone 5S is 40 times more powerful on the CPU front and 56 times more powerful on the GPU front. Like, just keeping the, ba- and the battery has improved since the original iPhone. If you remember, that original iPhone battery life wasn't awesome. Um, so Apple really has made amazing strides in battery life, but it comes in parallel with amazing strides in CPU and GPU performance. And so they've been able to keep up, but the battery life increase hasn't been so like majestic and magical that it has, you know, far exceeded what the CPU and GPU can require. Does that make sense? Yeah. And also as the phones have become more capable, I'm doing more with them and using them more. So therefore draining the battery more as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I guess let's get down to it. Are you guys going to be ordering one or both of these phones? Not both. I don't know why I worded it that way. Will you be ordering Mike, one of these phones? Mike, do you, do you want to start here? I will be getting one. When is is the same sort of problem that I go through every time because there's no pre-order and I'm going to be in Portland, Oregon when the iPhone 5S is released to the world. So... There is a T-Mobile unlocked version, but the I'm I'm kind of seeing some reports that if I buy it in America, the the version that I would buy wouldn't work. Um, no, it'll simply come with the NSA built in. It's the LTE basically is the problem that right. I won't have the right LTE bands. Mm. Um, it's difficult for me to work that out, even using the page that Apple provides. I mean, you can wait four days and buy it when you get back home. Yeah, but that, that I mean, that's probably what I will do. But I mean, because if I was going to buy it off contract, which I was thinking about doing, I could get a 32 gigabyte iPhone 5S for cheaper than a 16. So that was the main reason. It wasn't about waiting. It was that I could get a lot more for my money. Otherwise, I'm probably going to have to get it on contract. Um. Silver, gold, space oh, gray. Uh, silver. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know when I'm getting one because this time Apple didn't didn't think that Italians were cool enough to, to get the new iPhones on, on day one. So we're not part of the initial set of countries. 
and there is no uh, confirmation so far from from the Apple PR Italy when we'll see a release date here but my guess is after two weeks maybe so uh but I'm really I'm really torn because uh I could go to Germany or to France and, and get one and uh, and if I don't want to go there I can always ask a friend who lives in Germany and uh, so I don't know it's gonna cost me a lot though especially for the you know for the for the shipment to to my to my house and I don't really know because I really really want to try it and uh, and uh, and I wanted to give the iPhone 5 to to my mom because I'm not getting the the 5C for her. And uh, how long was the <laughs> delay last time? Uh last year we were part of the initial countries I think for the iPhone 5. Oh, that's a shame. Or, may- or maybe no. Uh, I can't remember. It's usually really 10 days or 2 weeks. I think it's 2 weeks. So maybe two weeks after September 20 will be the first week of October. Uh, I'm not sure I can wait. So I'm probably going to get one from Germany or France. It depends on the country that I like more. I think I like more Germany. Depending on how uh, much you pay for shipping, I will... Uh, I will yeah, no, I think I'm getting Germany anyway. I was basically going to say you could pay me and I could fly it personally. Yeah, no, too. I'm not sending money to you. <laughs> I think you have to order the gold one at that point. If you have somebody fly it to you, it should be the gold one. <laughs> Seriously, uh, I don't think, Mike, you can get me one because do you guys in the UK have, a, have an unlock model? Yeah. The, seriously? Yeah, you can buy it from day one, unlocked. And it will work in Italy. Uh, again, this is the problem because they, they're doing this crazy thing with their LTE bands. Um, because the, Apple have like f- uh, four models of each phone now or something. And mm. so it's getting a bit difficult to try and understand what's going to work where. Um, the iPhone... I'm looking on their page now. Um, they haven't even got Italy. Does Italy have LTE? <laughs> yeah, that's right, racist, not, man. <laughs> they've not well, they've not listed it on the site. <laughs> you know, we have, we have electricity too. <sighs> mm. There's yeah, nothing I, I can do for you, Federico, at this point. Yeah, because you see, iPhone 5C and 5S, France, Germany. Oh, I can even buy one from Germany. Oh, no, I'm really sad. I will if if it will work for you. If like if they have the LTE band that you need, then I will happily help you out with that. Yeah, it doesn't look like it, actually, because iPhone 5... Anyway, yeah, Stephen, what are you going to get? So, I was going to say, are you guys done? Just let me conclude. I'm really sad. So. What color? Hmm. I think the space gray, because the name is too cool. Okay. Um, I just want to yeah. go around and say that I have a space phone. Uh, I have historically bounced back and forth between the white and black phones. So my iPhone 5, which is here in my hands, is uh, white. I really like the white. Uh, I would be tempted to do the white again, um, but I like the look of the the gray. Um, it is you know, definitely not as dark as the black iPhone 5, which I think they lightened the color to help with the... I mean, you like breathe on that thing and it scratches and you see bright, shiny metal through it. Um so uh, I'm thinking gray, um, and I'm hoping to do it, you know, as soon as I can. You can pre-order the 5C starting on Friday the 13th, uh, which is two days from now, but the 5S there is no pre-order for. It just shows up for sale on the 20th. 
uh, which is uh, a week and a half away. So that's that's what my plan is. Cool. Sweet. So no, no, so you're not getting. You guys aren't getting the new gold phone. No. no. Do you know what it is, right? So, I mean, I still do think that the actual color of the panel and stuff, like the the the, the what they've done to the aluminium, looks nice. What I really don't like is the way the Apple logo looks in gold. That's why I'm not getting the gold one. Like I think mm. that the banding around the sides and stuff like that looks really good. But I just think that the detail on the back, like the shiny detail on the back, I don't like. And that's why I'm not getting the gold. I don't like the gold, the ring around the home button either all that much. I think that that looks awesome. I think that's the best looking one. Nah. Maybe I'm just too too hip for you. <laughs> Maybe. Since when are, are you hip? I'm very hip. Wow. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm even bothering to have to say this. It's not, uh, they have new cases. They're made of rich Corinthian leather, which I think is is they're taking it from the inside, put on the outside. That was my joke. Damn well, it, Mike! Also, my joke also, was that it was all the leather joke. they saved from Calendar on OS Ten. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a different joke. It's basically the same joke. Okay. Wow, you guys are funny. I didn't think of that. <laughs> they stole it from the calendar. That's funny. <laughs> I have no idea if he's trolling us or not. <laughs> I can't. Tell. No, no, I'm seriously laughing. <laughs> I'm not trolling. Why are you, why are you so unpolite to me? <laughs> <laughs> um, do Do you guys think that Forrestal is still using an iPhone, or maybe he's, <laughs> you know, he threw an iPhone out of the window is mercedes and i think he still has an iphone but he will run it on ios 6 as long as possible (laughs) he has his own version of ios 6 that will (laughs) never be updated it will buy a leather case it was his last thing he did he compiled that before he left and and that was it for him um yeah, yeah cases you know it's weird and they're making docks now too the 5c and 5s have different docks in the 5 finally the 5s dock will be compatible with the iPhone 5. Yeah, Mike, you and I have talked about this before. I like the dock, as do you, because you record and your phone being on the surface of the desk is Oh, now he's going to lecture you. And it being upright. Well, no, no, no. He, this, this was a, a big problem that I had for a long time. But now I actually just, because it's so easy to put my phone on Do Not Disturb, I just put my phone on Do Not Disturb. But I would like it to be standing up, so if my phone does anything, I can, I can see it. Stephen, what's the best way to keep an iPhone on, on a desk? Mm. he's not answering I think he's <laughs> mad at me <laughs> no I'm not mad at you whatever but. you do Federico don't don't send him a picture of how you keep your phone on yeah your <laughs> oh, because <laughs> I, I'm sure it's wrong anyway so. <laughs> however you do it is definitely wrong no I like the dock just so like you can see stuff as it comes in um mm. All those poor Kickstarter things Mike Mike yeah. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna think about your offer because I saw on the page that you and I are using the same LTE bands. So I think we're compatible. That's oh, what I mean. y'all are compatible, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to think about it. Uh, but, but really, uh, the most important part for me is that I don't know whether I should get a 16 gig or 32 gig model. 32. Yeah, but man, it's expensive. It's 100 more dollars. No, it's for you. It's 100 more, more dollars. I'm going get, to get it unlocked. So they'll need my cash. So am I. (laughs) But. Yeah, but you know, what's the price of a 32 gig model without contract? 
That's a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, I I do it plus, because my plus, iPhone in, in because Europe, my iPhone in, is my iPod, and I don't really I really don't like streaming music services. So I I mean it's in euros. It's like two million dollars more. That seems inaccurate. <laughs> seems, but it is. <laughs> Federico's an accountant. We should. This show has been going on forever. Are we done? It's an hour and fifteen minutes. I don't know. Are we? I think we're done I was forever. Gonna, I was having a good time. I was too. But hey, we're going to do we it should, again in a should, month or something if they we, have an iPad event. We shouldn't stop. <laughs> you know? We, I'm gonna, should last, we should last more. I'm going to take an executive decision and start wrapping up the show. Thank you very much for joining us this week's ep- on this week's episode of The Prompt, episode 13. <laughs> As I mentioned at the top of the show, if you'd like to get... The show notes for this episode, you can go to 5x5.tv slash prompt slash 13. Um, I am iMike, I-M-Y-K-E, on Twitter and stuff like that. I'll be back with you in two weeks' time or something. I will not basically not here next week, and I'll be very tired next week, so who knows where, what I'm going to be in what state of mind or what state of mind I'm in right now. Nobody knows. You can find <laughs> Federico online if you go to maxstories.net and he is also at Vitici, V-I-T-I-C-C-I. Stephen writes at 512pixels.net and he is at I-S-M-H on Twitter. So thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. Those two will be back next week. Until next time, bye-bye. Ciao. Adios.